Your sister's bastard, said the king. There he is. Six years old this month, and no more like any of us than a damned devil's whelp would be. My uncle said only one word straight to her. Whose? Well, you think we didn't ask, you fool, said my grandfather. She was whipped till the women said she'd miscarry, but never a word from her. My uncle asked, What's your name? Murden Emrys, I replied. Emrys? Child of Light. That hardly seems the name for a demon's whelp. They call me Merlinus. It's a Roman name for a falcon. My grandfather snorted. Falcon? Strange choices for a Christian household. A Roman demon, perhaps. A Ninian? Perhaps. How do I know? It was dark. The king swept a hand down in a violent gesture, catching me a cruel blow. You see? That's all you'll get. Lies, tales of sorcery. Get back to your work and keep your bastard out of my sight. He strode from the room. Kamlach gave a gentle look to my mother, then followed. I ran through the colonnade and out into the quiet sunlight of the orchard to my room. I lay still for some time until Serdik, the groom, entered. Lord, have mercy on us. What have you been doing, playing in the bullshed? I fell down, I answered. Oh, I... I wonder why the floor is twice as hard for you as for anyone else. I didn't answer. He looked at me a moment. He has a heavy hand. They told you? Serdik nodded. I told him he was angry because my mother refused to marry King Gorlan as he wanted her to. Serdik stopped. How do you know these things? These are high matters. Did someone tell you? No one told me, I swear it. I've heard things, I admit it, but at other times it's as if something spoke to me, as if I saw things. And sometimes there is music and, and voices in the dark. It's like dreams. I saw him make the sign against the evil eye. Then he was shamefaced. Dreams. That's what it is. He looked closely at me. You know she called you for the falcon? I nodded. Well... Here's something to think about. You're no falcon yet, young Merlin. You're only a dove. Remember that. Live by keeping quiet and by running away. Mark my words. He tended my cut with surprising gentleness, looking carefully at me the whole time. My uncle Kamlach began to insist that I be taught to read and write. My mother's declaration that she would never marry and her repeated requests to move to the Abbey of St. Paul had removed his worst fears, either that she would marry a Welsh prince who would take over the kingdom in her right, or that my unknown father would come to claim her and legitimate me and might supplant him forcibly. He would not rest until he saw me priested and out of the palace. Whatever his motives, I was pleased when my tutor came. Demetrius was a pleasant man who had a genius for languages and whose only vices were gambling and wine. I would occasionally find him happily and incapably asleep over his books. One such day I had left Demetrius placidly sleeping it off and rode alone into the hills behind the town. I had been this way several times, but chose a new path this day. I twisted along for quite a distance until the path ran below a cliff twenty feet high. I heard the trickling of water above me, and as it was hot and dusty I got off my pony and went in search of the sound. In the face of the rock was a cave, and a few feet from the smooth opening was a tiny stream. As I knelt near the water, I saw a small carved wooden god. I drank deeply. 
then sprinkled a few drops for the god. Then I went into the cave. The cave was bigger than it had appeared from the outside. I moved slowly forward, with deep inside me the surge of excitement that caves have always started in me. Now I know why, but then I only knew I was a boy who had found something he could make his own in a world where he owned nothing. Next moment I stopped short, brought up by a moving shadow. Something went past my cheek with a shrill cry. Another and another poured down from the roof like fish down a fall. They were bats, and poured out of the cave like a plume of smoke. I continued my search of the cave, found a box with flint, iron, and the tiny skeleton of a bat nailed to its lid. This was a treasure cave indeed. No find of gold or weapons could have excited me more. Then I heard him coming back.